1: we start with the cheers, boys. Yeah, sure. cheers? Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, fellas. To us. Tuesday at 3 p.m. Yeah. What, what, a, what a great time to start. Let's go, boys. Howdy, howdy, folks. Welcome back to Hoot and a Half. I'm your host, Matt King, joined by Mike, Mike Sheffer. Mike Sheffer. And today we are joined with the one and only Young Gravy, aka Young Gravity, Mr. Butter. Mr. Butter's Worth. Um, what's the new one on Wikipedia? You hit Clance, the Wikipedia. Clancy Brett.
2: Oh, no. Somebody. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually funny to that. First of all, I'm I'm also named Matt. Hello, I'm Young Gravy. Great name. Uh, thank you. I uh, likewise. <laughs> I uh, somebody just added that to Wikipedia casually and I think it's like someone's big like internet hustle, like finesse. Like, they did that. They add Okay, so this is on Wikipedia under my like all, AKA names. They have all these listed. One of them's Clancy Brett. And I just, like, I tried to look it up. There's no connection to anything. It's not a real name. (laughs) No one exists named Clancy Brett. And they added, like, some, like, high school in Australia that I went to. Just, like, some, I think someone just went in and just did that. Just
0: Wikipedia that vandalism on just, your page.
2: Yeah, but I thought it was kind of tight, so I just have left, left it for, like, three years. It's wild how anybody can just go on there and just start
1: making shit up. But then at the same time, if you go in and try to add stuff for yourself, it, like, knows and is, like, no. Yeah, they can tell when it's you doing it. Because you have to, like, get credits on Wikipedia to, like, be an editor
0: on bigger yeah. and bigger articles. So someone, this must be someone's hustle to be, like...
2: There's There's very few people that can edit mine. I know that because I've tried to find them before, and it's, like i've had to like go through multiple people to like get there because like you can attempt to edit it but like there's like only a certain amount of people like whatever my sort of article was <laughs> like ranked or whatever it's like you have to have a certain level so you of can't even edit
0: your own wikipedia
2: no i mean i'm sure that, that there's some way i could like read get someone to reach out maybe and do it but like <laughs> yeah i've tried before and there's little things where i'll have to like call someone up to change it i had a guy this kid from Johns Hopkins, I don't know what he's doing
1: now, but. This is great. I'm glad we're finally hanging out. We've been meaning to make this happen for a long time. And you're such a nice guy, man. Like, Thank you. It's, it's really great. Do you know what the name Matt means? Uh, gift or something? Yeah, gift of God. It's God, God, yeah. That's how it yeah. is, man. Cool. And then, uh, yeah, my grandpa used to call me Matt Man. Matt Man. Matt oh, I've man. got Matt Man. Matt Man. That's Now it's Matt the like, Rat, he gets called. But Yeah, I get that a lot. We're trying to squash that one. I know, we're trying. I it's to stop. Okay, well, we'll. Today was the last day of Matt the Rat. Oh, no. Absolutely. And, uh, but and also another like name thing that we do have in common, and I know that you got a thing for the moms, right? You love the MILFs. You love all of that. But I think, though, like my mom would be off limits because both of our moms had the same name.
2: Oh, did we figure that out too? I think we may have talked about figured, that when okay. we were together, but I wanted to bring uh, it back up. I feel like I would remember that. Yeah, maybe <laughs> you looked it up or something. I don't. That's crazy. <laughs>
1: the, your mom's name is Cynthia. Yeah, she go by Cindy. Both, but yeah, usually. Now my question is: Would you ever date a girl who had the same name as your mom?
2: No, no, not no. at all. I've t- I've, dude, I've totally like avoided it. I've had like I've had girls that like were were cute and like were interested back in the day that I like thought about, but I then I like when I was like, it's Cindy. I, I don't know, can't oh, can't oh, do bummer. it. I know that's it. I I don't think I
1: ever could unless she went by Cynthia. I maybe could get behind it, but she could be like, I don't like Cindy at all. Because my mom doesn't go by Cynthia that my much. My mom does both, like
2: both all the time. So
0: that's two names that are basically off-limits for you now. Yeah, Do you have much. any sisters that would be off-limits, too, no, for names? No
2: sisters. Okay. Well, I have a half-sister named Heidi, but I've been with a Heidi before, so I already ruined that one. <laughs> I, tried not to, I, I tried not to think about it. Um, <laughs> and then my other uh, – actually, my other sister's name is Catherine, and I had two girlfriends named Catherine. So. Okay. Oh, damn. So okay. just Cindy's but, off-limits. But they, were spelled, they were spelled differently, and I don't really know them that well, and, you know, I, you know one offs. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no no okay no no. My sisters are not one off. My sisters are bent bent No, around, I, half sisters. <laughs> I don't I don't know the sisters that well because they're half siblings and didn't live with me growing up. Oh, but, I see. okay. But the I actually dated a girl for like 2 years with that name. Yeah. And it wasn't weird. It was what was spelled differently. Okay. I don't know. I didn't think about it at all really. I don't really Yeah. Know. I guess yeah. when it's spelled differently it like sits in your head a little yeah.
1: differently. My
0: brother's yeah. name is Sam. So I don't have any sisters but my brother's name is Sam and if I meet a girl and she tells me her name is Sam, I'm just like off the list. What about like your it. mom's name? Melissa. I've never really met another girl named Melissa, too. I feel like that's kind of a.
2: It's not that common. Not but... as
0: common. It's like something like Jennifer or like Laura. Well, yeah. she went but by Missy. Oh, well, I don't like that at all.
1: A lot of girls with the name Melissa go by Missy. I like Missy. You like the name Missy? I like that. Yeah, it's cute. It's a <laughs> very cute name.
0: Yeah. I just knew a girl named Missy who was like crazy, and I think she kind of ruined that name for me back in college,
2: but you know Anything like missy or misty or mitzi all that stuff it's oh, kind of cute yeah you know? i
1: think so too just like anime character names. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: oh yeah it was misty who was on pokemon
1: right yes misty was through. but
2: her and ash never hooked up right one of my probably uh, her and brock i don't know she was one of my crushes back in the day i know that much Oh, she was on that brock cock for sure brock <laughs> cock yeah but slices. then again,
1: I think they were all like 11 to 12 years old. They're like Pokemon people? Yeah. no they were like teenagers, right?
2: I, he was trying to hit. Brock was always trying to get with the nurse, so I, I, I don't know.
0: Oh, yeah. He always flipped out when she was in the room. Yeah. I think yeah. they were
2: I think they were of age. I hope. <laughs> yeah. I hope I ever... we'll,
1: we'll review the footage and cut yeah. it out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's we're treading I mean... on. And uh, Gravy, you're from uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. State. I love Minnesota. I've wanted to go to, but I've never been. I think, But I think everybody from Minnesota is, like, good people.
2: Yeah. I think I agree with that, honestly. Like, not in a cocky way, but there's so many nice people from Minnesota, Wisconsin, like, the Midwest, like, especially that, that part. Good people. What do you think it is? It's, like, I don't know, man. It's just, like, it's just the culture. It's, like, you know, in New York, I don't know if there's something specific about New York that makes people kind of dicks. Or, like, <laughs> Paris that makes people dicks. But, like, it's just people... If, if everyone your whole life Greets you with a high When you walk by Then you start doing it too Damn I know I always uh, I did a lot of speech and
1: debate In a high school And the kids from Minnesota Always rolled through And they were just top tier They had their shit down Incredible speakers and performers They were so well rehearsed I always felt like it was just because of the weather there. Like, around the winter, they just spend more time indoors
2: it's, and just focused on their craft. It's true. And it was before they were, like, drinking age. Because now that, like, when people get to drinking age in Minnesota, Wisconsin, it's like when it gets cold, you just drink because there's nothing else to do. Right. But so back then, it was like, oh, let's study. There are, there are like, smart people in Minnesota for sure. Oh, I know absolutely. that absolutely. It's got a really high, like, average, I don't know. Is the Mall rate. of America overrated or underrated? Over, oh, I don't know. I haven't really, I don't, I don't really go that much. You know, if you live in Minnesota, you don't really go to the Mall of America unless you need, to like, to <laughs> Get some specific ass thing, but uh I don't know. The rides are pretty. It's pretty cool to have an indoor. So if anyone doesn't know, it's a giant mall in Minnesota. I don't know why they picked Minnesota, like the biggest mall in America, and they have a giant like theme park inside with rides and everything. It was Camp Snoopy at one point, and then it was like Cartoon Land, and then now it's like Nickelodeon Network or something Is it what's your like top ride though that i should check out if i ever get? there's a there's like okay it's like it was called the big the mighty axe i think it's like this big thing that spins around then you spin it's lit it's like it was like <laughs> you had to be a badass to go on it as a kid i'll check it out but you yeah. mentioned in an interview that
1: like where some guy was like oh you're from minnesota everyone there like i bet you've chopped down a tree and you're like Nah, i haven't chopped down a tree but you've gotten frostbite before where did yeah. you get frostbite at
2: my face your face, yeah, I've gotten frostbite. Like when and where? Tell me. Well, how, how this happened? Just as a kid, we, we'd always go fuck around in the snow, go sledding, go like you know, snowball fights are popping out there. But it gets really cold. Like it gets down to like negative thirty. We'd have cold days more than we'd have snow days. Where like if it's under negative thirty, you, you don't have to go to school. Shit, I didn't know that yeah. existed. Did y'all have that in Jersey? I've never
0: heard that. No, in Jersey, it's snow days, but co- they would call it a cold day. A cold day. Yeah, you like listen to the radio or. Get on the internet I, first thing in the
2: morning. You get yeah, you get. A, I mean yeah, whatever it is, you get a you get a call or I don't remember how that worked, but or on TV I think. But uh, I don't know many states that probably would have that because I think it's got to be an, a federal thing of like negative thirty. Well, I guess if like in like in like a New Jersey, if it got down negative like fifteen, people would be freaking out, right?
0: Yeah, that would be like the apocalypse. Yeah, it's, that's too cold. It doesn't okay. really get down below zero, but negative but- thirty is like
2: yeah you could you
1: can't you like die
2: in that you can dial yeah like if you were just outside for long enough yeah jesus Whew.
1: and, and but your that, face looks fine like how, how did you
2: recover from the frostbite you, you can get frostbite that's not like crazy but ba- like like oh. frost there's like levels the thing is, is that when you get it once it's easier to get it again and again and again hmm. so like every year i would like start getting it like pretty quick and i had to like like this is like when i was a kid like between like you know 10 and 15 or something so eventually i just had to stop going outside in the winter like a little bit or wear like masks and whatnot damn I was Was a a skier kid too so like if you ski on a really cold day and the wind's hitting you it's pretty rough damn a
0: little better out here in sunny California huh
2: Yeah. yeah 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 honestly the weather's even in the summer I mean like when I was just in Minnesota like a week ago It was like ninety something, super humid. Get back here; it's just chill. It's like seventy something.
1: Well, I know you've talked a lot about this, like the origin of Young Gravy, how it came from you uh, spending a lot of time when you were freestyling, working at a uh, a summer camp. Is that right? Yep. Um, And I guess like my question for you is like the freestyling with your friends. Was everybody in the group already freestyling, and then you were like hopping in as like a way to like survive and keep up with them, or did you just like the self expression?
2: of it i think every every like i don't know where are you from again
1: i'm from texas Yeah. Texas. Suburbs of i Dallas. guess
2: okay okay maybe like it's a su- sort of suburban or small town thing or i don't know i feel like every like some su- were you a stoner kid growing up or oh not? yeah yeah okay yeah, i think maybe sure. it's a stoner thing every every like group of friends that were like high school goons that would like the fuck off group definitely had like a phase of freestyling it's just too it's just too common man and I, I i don't know i think i don't know how it started but like we all listened to rap music and we were just like, like it would just be like my really good friends, either the kids I worked with at summer camp or some of the kids that I like lived with and or hung out with in in Rochester where I'm from. But man, it was just like, i don't know like it, it wasn't animosity like you pass it off it was a good time you'd like switch back and forth like help each other out get really hyped up they're, they're like... in
1: minnesota they're all being nice to each other yeah, not... I guess like, yeah i know <laughs> i wanted to think it was just them going at it um <laughs> what uh instrumentals were like your favorite to like rap over did you guys have a favorite or were oh. you switching it
2: up like as much as you could we'd usually do like some like happy like vibey shit like i had all these like Beats I'd found deep on in the internet. It's like kind of a start of like when I was getting into music and getting just getting interested. I have like crazy, like kind of like my beats now. I like could be sampling like some like cheerful shit or like, like we, we always rapped on past the Dutchie by by uh, Young Money. That oh, was, yeah, <laughs> that's a go to. Uh huh. Uh, there's you know, there's, there's just a or we just rap on like the randomest shit, like some old funk music and make it work. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, damn. I wish we
1: did that. We were just rapping over like instrumentals from like the Carter three a lot, like a lot of like uh uh six foot seven foot Lit. also ransom uh with lil wayne and drake but that that beat oh, i loved it and then uh but did you ever like at one point start like a rap group with your friends like jokingly at all or did you immediately like, once you hit it you're like all right i'm gonna try committing to this like solo
2: yeah it was kind of like like that's a good question I, I haven't actually been asked that uh there was one homie of mine that i worked with who was really good at rapping uh, his name's Chase, and uh, we went by Gravy and, and Heavy Creamer. You know <laughs> <laughs> Heavy yeah, Creamer yeah. was like his rap name, like at at summer camp. But it got to a point where like, like all the counselors would like hang out on the weekends when the kids are gone and like party. Like, I don't want to give too many details, but like uh, sometimes they just make, like make us get up and freestyle for everybody because like it like just you know it was you a could good time. do it. And, it's entertaining, yeah. yeah. and it was just like fun. So so me and him were like the two that were like the best or whatever. Uh, and I and at one point. I mean, this is probably, like, two or three years later when I finally started thinking about taking it seriously. When I was in college, I hadn't worked there for years. I was too old. Uh, I, like, hit him up at one point. And I was like, bro, know like, you're good at rapping. But he, he was busy with some other shit uh, at the college he went to. Uh, but but I, I never really thought about making a group or anything with anybody. I wanted to be solo. And, like, for the first, like, basically year that I was rapping, I didn't, like, tell anybody about it other than like my roommates that i lived with Uh uh-huh a little secret even my good friends because i didn't want to be that guy that'd be like oh yo listen to my music check this out or be like you know have send it to someone and have it suck and have them like try to lie to me and say it's good or something yeah
0: because you didn't show your face online for like a year and a half right until after you uploaded your first stuff
2: like a year and a half uh, just about that was when i uploaded the mr clean video which was like a face reveal whole thing and didn't show my face for the first little bit and then everyone kind of
0: did your parents know
2: no well, no you didn't no. tell anybody no 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 nobody i mean there was a like one one of my best friends vaughn who i still who i ended up like bringing into the music industry and we still are tight today uh at one point i think i ended up telling him i, I sent him a link and i was like yo like check this out like i found this rapper it's wild and he like listened to it like like i acted like it wasn't me but like he ended up figuring it out figuring it out and how, how? Wait! How fast? Like, oh, you just sent him the link. I sent him it, a link to some young gravy, but there's no pictures. He or anything. was making like, he
0: found this cool yeah. underground I rapper. Had a,
2: I had a buddy of
1: mine in college who was like, yeah, I would say like he was like a bit of like a hobby rapper. He would like uh, had made a couple beats, but at parties he would play it. And be like what do you think of this guy and i remember the one time he was playing and i was like it's pretty good it's pretty good he needs to work on making it a little bit tighter and some of the lyric choices are off he's like dude it's me i'm like oh my god i'm so sorry we'll be right back after a quick word from today's sponsor talkspace when it comes to therapy and psychiatry getting the help you need has never been so simple When you're able to access your provider from the comfort of your device, it means therapy can be on your schedule. And alleviating the wait times to get an appointment or the travel time to an office can free up time for the rest of your life. Talkspace is so convenient and accessible, it helps me feel supported around the clock. Talkspace lets you
0: send and receive unlimited messages with your dedicated therapists on the Talkspace platform 24-7. With Talkspace, you set goals with your therapist and they hold you accountable to make sure you're really progressing. Therapy can help you shift your perspective, find tools to cope in difficult times and be a guiding light. We fully encourage therapy. It's a great way to talk through some things you're thinking about, maybe even some things you're not thinking about. Therapy is something we highly recommend for
1: everybody. So please, if you're, if you're in need, check out Talkspace. And one thing I love about Talkspace is how affordable it is. Talkspace is a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages to your therapist 24-7 and they'll engage with you daily, five days a week. Talkspace is also secure and private using the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store client information and complying with the latest HIPAA regulations. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to talkspace.com. Make sure to use the code HH to get $100 off your first month and show your support of the show. That's HH at talkspace.com. And now, back to the episode. Did you ever hit the mic at all when you were younger? I used to freestyle in you, college. You can freestyle pretty wicked. And like, I, it's been a while since I did it, but
0: I, you know, it's like growing up, you're right. Everyone has that like freestyle
1: my t- Everyone has like their like little trick that they do. Where like mine is, I would always think of something like clever about the person that I was rapping in front of, but come up with like a little placeholder for the first
2: line.
0: That's how you got to do it. Yeah, you got you yeah. got to be three steps ahead of the punchline.
2: Do you still freestyle, or or have you sort of given up it's, that? It's part weird. Of you? I, I I try not. I mean, I don't, I don't try not to. I'll, I'll freestyle for like like when I'm writing music. But honestly, I think like if I was just had to go on a spot and freestyle something off the dome, like. I honestly think I'm probably less good now at that. Yeah, like it's a I'm, skill. My whole like sort of like writing process is mad different. I'm like focused on writing music, and it's like it's way different. So I like, I don't know. I think I would I would either start getting into like rhymes that I've put into actual songs, and then like be afraid to to like start using the same rhymes and like. Right. It's, like,
0: a d- it's a different skill set to learn how to freestyle and like to keep that muscle sharp you got to be doing it constantly because
1: yeah, you know you know, you're really big about the rhymes in between like the lyrics it's not you're not doing that a a b b like no Matt, quick Matt likes to freestyle like your standard like not, yo not man to... i'm here to make you laugh <laughs> we're on a podcast called hoot and a half he like this. That... what i call the dr seuss rhyme scheme always, <laughs> yeah. it's just, like very clean but then there's like
0: internal <laughs> rhymes you can get and like Things where you put, like, A, B, B, A, and kind of, you know... Because you... I'll
2: do... When I'm actually writing music, I like to go really crazy with it. Not everyone yeah. notices, because, like, a lot of my fans aren't just, like, super, you know, like, tapped in with all the different sort of facets of rap. But I'll do, like... Sometimes I'll go for, like, seven-syllable rhymes, where, like, everything rhymes. Like, a full long-ass word and another long-ass word. And, like, yeah. do all these little... I don't know. I just, I've always been into, like, sort of that lyrical stuff. But, like, I don't want to be on the, like, you know, crazy nf style like lyrical yeah. spherical shit so like <laughs> like just... the
0: aesop rock and like, <laughs> like the yeah. underground yeah because
2: yeah, that's like it's at that point it's not even as fun to listen to in my opinion but but uh I'll definitely throw in like every bar has sort of some sort of meaning that like you know it's more than just me saying.
0: Yeah, you want it to be easy enough to listen to, but not complicated enough that you need to fucking whip out a thesaurus and a dictionary yeah. to like understand what the guy's talking about. Do you yeah.
1: know all of your old stuff like at the top of your head? Like, do you have like old like rhymes that you've known that like used to like spit when you were like. In college or in high school, and all of that. I don't know, man. No. I'm not asking you to say it, no. but like, this no, is, sometimes just, you're can't... just like, it's a little nostalgic one. You'll mutter to yourself one day. You're like, oh, I
2: can't think of it. Mean, I, I probably ended up putting them into songs and then just forgetting about them or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now that I've written, I probably written like, I'm, I gotta be getting close to 100 songs, like, that I've fin- like recorded and put out. And, man, I'm, I'm, I guarantee you probably, like, I feel like people are surprised by this a lot, but I think it's true for all artists. I bet you, more than half my catalog. If if I if someone threw it on, and I had to perform it right now. I couldn't I couldn't type the words out. You
0: think you are fifty percent of the full Probably catalog? fifty percent. Yeah. I mean, you could rehearse it and relearn yeah, it. Yeah, but...
2: I could relearn it, and I do it before every tour. Every before every tour, I'll relearn some songs. I mean, there's like there's a solid twenty something that I'll never forget because I hear them all the time or I perform them so many times. But like, yeah, I mean, especially like if it would be like the second verse or something like that, where like you don't always perform the second verse. So like. Dude, the songs where I'll hear it, I'm like, damn, I snapped. Like, yeah, I was going to say, have you
0: ever like reread some of your lyrics and like, damn, I'm fucking good? Like, yeah. you just like stoked on your own shit. All the time, right? Do you ever go
1: Unwrap Genius and you read like what other people are saying the meaning of your lyrics are and you're like, I didn't even mean that? But sure, if they want to think that that's what it was. Bro,
2: I, I love it because there'll be like scholars in there that'll go deep <laughs> and they'll find like references to like, dude, like the craziest little things. Like, one example I remember really clearly where my friend used to drive. A Hyundai Veloster, right? That it, like it was his mom's Hyundai. This is when we were like, we just have this inside joke where we call this this car the Velociraptor, and then I put a bar in a song, which which is now gone because I got sued for it. I could I could explain that later, but um, I had a bar where I said I pull up in the white Velociraptor, and someone went on there and literally was like commenting like. I believe he's referring to the Hyundai Veloster that he's been seen in on Instagram stories with his friend, and it was like, whoa! It was the most like like inside joke bar drop that I'd ever put out there, like just to sh- like show love to my friend. And then someone was like, yeah, I've seen like the three door car in his in his post before. i like you could tell from the interior. I was like, man, this is a super fan. Do people investigate,
1: man. That's some true investigative journalism. Were you ever a fan of anybody to that degree? no <laughs> no nah, nah. that's
2: that's the thing is like i've thought about myself as being like a huge like fan of multiple artists like i think at one point action bronson and young thug at one point and like thinking about like oh like one time i like dm'd action bronson trying to like show love and then i'll look at like fucking like how many dms like in an hour i'm like damn people i mean i'm sure it's the culture's kind of changed a lot where people want to like you know social media is so much more prevalent now but like yeah, I've never been really that big of a fan of anybody. You were never
0: on message boards for like a band or a rapper or like no. created fan accounts and posting
2: yeah, and I, stuff? Yeah, I don't know if I ever would have gone to a meet and greet or anything. I, I guess like maybe i wasn't a big enough fan of some artists i don't know man yeah i was uh i was a bit like on the kid Cudi like fan forums a lot i would on the really, forums yeah
1: I, I didn't participate but i was actively following it and i followed like a lot of email chains to see like what he was up to and um anything that he was touching but uh but like meet and greets i mean this dude i went to like uh the nice kick store over in uh west campus I'm, i went to meet macklemore
2: really <laughs> Damn.
1: (laughs) I know. A big cringe, but I really liked Macklemore during that time. And it was before um oh, what was his big album? Like The The Heist. Was it that album? Thrift Shop was the was the
2: the song. song, That did everything. Dude, I kinda wish I would have been a bigger fan of artists because like seeing some of the meet and greets I do, like bro, I like tear up sometimes. There's some really wholesome moments. Like some fans are like so hardcore. Like I'd say almost like I don't know, probably like once per meet and greet, I do a hundred every show. At least once a meet and greet there'll be someone who like is like, yo, can you sign this so I can get it tattooed?
1: I saw on the uh, uh, the Young Gravy Reddit
2: uh, page you signed an inhaler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've signed so many random things, but it's just like people think of anything to like to get signed. Bro, I've signed like a birth certificate, a a, a, Quran, a Quran. Man, I signed like uh, man some weird some weird things. Dude. <laughs> I mean, baby. yeah, when
0: you when you make music, you can like for some people, it literally saves their lives. Like they they can't get through life, and they just hear something that just connects with them, and that's. Then they meet you in person, and it's like yeah, it's almost overwhelming. It is,
2: it, it is, but it's awesome. Like those are like some of my favorite moments. It's like my favorite part about touring. So
0: what is a young gravy tour like from the perspective of young gravy? Like, how do you like to tour? Who do you like to bring? Are you drinking post show? Are you like very zen about it? Do
2: you have post show? Like, what's your whole ritual of touring? Well, I like this question too. Is uh there's a lot that goes into it, man. It's um. Got a main main crew. I got my my uh, tour manager, who's uh, Puya's older brother. If you guys know Puya, the rapper, his mm-hmm. name's Andrew. He's great. Been working for a few years. Tip is my DJ. We, they started around the same time, and we we've done hundreds of shows together. Um... Uh, had a few different camera guys, um, but I almost always will have a camera guy with me. You're Correct. always recording your shows. Yeah, always, always got someone recording the shows and like the the behind the scenes stuff. Um, right now it's this kid Kale Kale Brown. He's like a dancer on TikTok, but I'm, I I met him and he's just like he's good. So shout out to him. And our sound guy Malik. Usually it's a crew of like four or five. But uh, that's if we're if we're doing college shows or like traveling, flying. Like when we're in Europe, that's what it was. But if we're like on like a, a U.S. tour, where we can have a tour bus it's a little bit bigger production because we can bring like a video wall and stuff so when i toured with dylan francis recently man it was like his tour bus had 12 people on it mine had seven and then we had a uh a a semi with like all the production in it so it was like a big thing and that and it was great man like i love all all those different types of touring um
0: do you have a pre-show ritual or a post-show
2: ritual i i do i do i um Post-show, like, it, it, it depends. I don't usually drink after the show because I usually do drink at least a little bit before the show. And, and I mean, I don't know. depends on who's there. What are like, we drinking? Usually, so I, on the rider, it's usually, for the longest time, for years, the, the bottle I would ask for was, was Bombay Sapphire. <laughs> and nobody really liked it. And I, like, I, I felt bad because I was in this phase where I was just into that shit. I it's a know. classy gin. It's it's a decent, but no, no one really likes gin. So how, then, did,
0: how did you drink it?
2: I'm just... Poles, straight out of the bottle? poles yeah I'm, I'm just a, I don't I, I don't know I'm a pole pole and chase guy and we okay. you know we'd have like you know sugar like Celsius usually sometimes sugar-free uh energy drink in there we'd always have like a bunch of water uh, I get a bathrobe on there for like you know for yeah part, part of the show yeah a lot of little things but uh I switched to whiskey more recently Johnny Walker black label is kind of Ooh, the go-to put mm-hmm. some hair in
0: your chest and, yeah. yeah
2: and that and that uh, a lot of the, the more people will get down with that, but uh, but yeah, man. Pre pre show, usually I mean, there's there's we'll do meet and greet about an hour before doors. So like after let's say like five p.m., usually the whole rest of the day is kind of like set with the show. Like you're doing the show. You you arrive in town on a tour bus. I'll, I'll go I'll go through like an American show. Walk day. us through the day. Walk yeah. us through the day. So so you sleep you sleep on the tour bus with all your boys. I have my own little room in the back, which is kind of nice, and and I, I need it because the bunks are too short for me. So I have a little room in the back with a queen you're, bed. You're what 59,
0: five 510?
2: Five <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, uh, I think I think they'd fix uh, they'd fit someone who's like 6'5 in them and then but I'm a little bit above that. So so uh like I'm on spot in the back and I got clo- all my clothes and everything. It's like a little little broom. And then um, usually you arrive in, in town Whatever the next city is, like between like ten and twelve, uh, the the crew will go in and start setting everything up, like the video wall and all the audio and everything, and like me and like the kind of performers get to chill for a while. Usually, we'll go like try to find the best restaurant in town or like link up with whoever it is. Because I've toured, I've toured a lot now, and so I usually have some pretty good friends in most towns. So
0: yeah, you've been to every city at this point multiple <laughs> times. Mo-
2: yeah, 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 most all the big cities for sure. And like we did like a sea market tour recently where we're doing like. Bozeman Montana Spokane Washington Ooh, yeah we were doing what were we doing we did Lubbock Texas it's, it's some smaller places down oh <laughs> yeah and Texas hood. tech crowd yeah down in your head some littler spots and um so yeah hang out with whoever you know go good dinner and then uh come like five or six do a meet and greet usually a hundred people what I used to do I kind of I kind of changed up my style a little bit on, on this but there was a while where I was really people asked me about this a lot because I told a story once in an interview but I got really into DMT at one point and I would do I would do DMT, I would meditate and then hit DMT right before meet and greet holy shit! (laughs) which was like it sounds crazy
1: but actually i feel like it's a kind of a nice way to come down into a meet and greet because you feel way more centered because i do get a little anxious whenever i do meet and greets because you are trying to be your most authentic version of yourself you want every moment to be sincere for each person exactly but it's happening right after another and you feel like i don't know you're just yeah being this
2: cookie cutter. Person, yeah. moment of yourself but you want to be unique every time and I'm always trying to make it like longer but there's like with each person but there's like a specific amount of time so my tour manager will be like you know pushing back on it or whatever but but yeah but but if you've done DMT like it, it's, it'll be you're kind of in like a slight little afterglow thing I think it was just because I wanted to get rid of the DMT and it became a tradition so I was doing it right then but meditating before it always helps because it gets you really relaxed uh, maybe have like one drink or sometimes I just bring one to the table when I do my meet and greet that takes about an hour, maybe an hour and a half, um, and then you know you kind of just got like some time to chill. Well, like my DJ does a different set every show based on like where we are. We'll do we'll bring in like local like anthems and what and whatnot. Or oh, whatever. very oh, smart. Yeah. If it's a college, we'll play like their what their type of you know traditions. Um, so yeah, then there's some time to just chill, and then and then I'll drink a little more. I, I I'd say on average I'd do like three to five drinks before a show. I used to drink a lot more before shows, and I would like be fucking man. Like I, there's a lot of old old tour videos of me just like I don't know about videos that are out there but just like there's a lot of shows where afterwards I'd be like damn I was probably a little bit embarrassed. Yeah,
1: they're just like you like Elvis
2: yeah. just dragging you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I I got over that. Um and I'm a big guy so I mean 3 to 5 drinks I'm I'm still you know completely in in business mode.
0: It's like a thimble of alcohol for normal sized people.
2: <laughs> so I uh so so then yeah man. uh I usually perform about an hour and a half uh the set I used to literally... So, my first tour, I'm telling you, was way different. We had... I brought my homie as tour manager, because we didn't know how to do it, and I didn't think you actually needed someone official to do it. Mm -hmm. I brought my my main producer as DJ, who, I mean, he figured it out, and he was great at it. And and a good camera guy, but, like, we were all kind of winging it, didn't ask anyone for advice. So, my first tour, we were all getting drunk. All all four of us that are, like... Working? Yeah. Yeah, All working and getting drunk. And the merch guy. And then... (laughs) And then... Uh, I ordered a large. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then we would just, like, I don't know, we break rules that we didn't know were there at the venue set. So after my first couple tours, they were, like, when I got a new tour manager, he was, like, man, I have access to Live Nation emails. These people don't fuck with you. Like, they always send warnings. They're, like, oh, Young Gravy's going to pour milk on the crowd. Young Gravy's going to be, like, sloring his words. All this, like like, it wasn't always, like, a shit show, but it would be, like... There'd at least be something that would piss them off, or they just didn't end up wanting to tell me. Or we there didn't...
0: were notes on the Young Gravy account for, yeah. the, for the tour bookers. Yeah, Ooh, and, and luckily I've,
2: I've turned it completely around. And like, um, actually, last year I was the, the number one most booked artist at colleges. At, Damn. Uh, Damn. Yeah. yeah. At universities, that's like kind of my, my main hustle. Is, Who is was number two? I think Waka Flocka might have been number two. <laughs> probably probably
1: yeah. Waka Flocka.
2: That yeah. would make and sense. And we did a few together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. There you Definitely. Go. College kids know what they want. Uh, so so yeah man, I uh, a couple drinks. But back to the the, the night of the show, uh, I performed for about an hour and a half. The the set. Oh, here's what I what I was getting at. My set, I used to just wing it. And we would just every song, I would perform it, and then I'd be like, "Yo, you know what I'm feeling? Play this, play this." And that was like, yeah, you know, it didn't really always work out right. I'd forget like some like a hit sometimes, and people be pissed. I'd be like damn. So so now we have like a general outline, and then there's like four or five that we sometimes switch up and like different little things we'll do and then I have banter that's kind of like, like in between songs that's kind of like streamlined a little bit like a general gist of it you but you got
0: your little stand-up set right <laughs> now yeah.
2: almost yeah it's like it's like i have a general idea of what i'm going to say like i'll know what song's coming next and like depending on where i'm at kind of you know go have off. some jokes just not landed sometimes and you're like shit i really yeah, luckily it's like i mean if, if i'm at like i'll do it way differently if i'm at like a festival or something where i don't they're not all fans but if it's like my show i kind of have a cult fan base so like a lot of things that i say they'll know exactly what i'm referring to or they'll just love love me and be happy that i said anything yeah which is awesome so so at those shows i just you know it's more fun to do my own shit because i can just be myself completely and fuck around right
0: how did you first link up with dylan francis because we've known dylan for a while and he's long like time the best dude super nice obviously incredible at what he does what was that relationship
2: how did that start I don't know exactly where I first met. It might have been through, like, Trevor Wallace or something. You guys know Trevor Wallace? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So him and I became good friends, and, and I brought him out of my shows, and he's brought me out at his shows, and we just, you know, do some sketches and stuff. And uh, I think that he was just with Dylan one day before, like, like he was doing something with Dylan, shooting something, and I was, we, we, I just met Dylan briefly uh, through him, and we got along super well. I was like, man, this is dope. I've known of him since he, he dropped that song, like, uh, I Don't Give a Fuck or Shit back oh in, i d g a f a i remember yeah i remember finding that on like goodmusicallday.com same here yeah same here i think
1: i found mine on hype machine but like it was right around the time where
2: those music blogs yeah one of those websites man back in high school and i was like damn dude this guy's a legend like this would be sick to work and we got along really well i realized we both do a lot of the same like sort of colleges overall like similar fan base and so we have like we like my manager and his manager are tight, so to, we just were like, yo, it's like, think about doing something, and then it worked out really well. I think I cried in front of Dylan Francis last time I was with him. What? Yeah, <laughs> Because he
1: did this prank on me where he uh, gave me, you know, those, like, uh, pool triangles, like the oh, ones where yes. you put around uh, – yes the uh I was there that day yeah yeah and I uh like the pool the thing that you rack yeah. up the pools the pool ball took time. me a second but yeah yeah so Heath knew of this trick and never do this to a friend because <laughs> they may cry um you're supposed to like put your hands in it and uh, uh, twirl it back around on the other side like you put your hands through the little pool rack okay like your
0: hands are in the triangle mm-hmm. and, it's and you then you tri- invert
1: the triangle like that yeah. But if you know how to do it, you know to do it really far away from your face. But most people who do it, do it right in front of it. And it went up and it whacked me on my nose so hard. Like, it was... It, it hurt a lot I'm going to cry again but I also I well anytime you know whenever you were like hit like with a basketball on the nose if it's, it's in it's, the nose you it's cry an, it's an instant tear spot Yeah, it does. so though. it was a combination of those tears and then I was about to go uh, meet my girlfriend's like parents for the first time and I was convinced I was going to have this huge bruised oh up my God. He nose and so,
0: this is the day I'm meeting my girlfriend's parents and you did this
1: and he was so <laughs> upset and it was just a combination of all of that stress and on top of of my nose being uh uh it wasn't broken it was okay it wasn't hit, and i just sat there crying (laughs) until francis i remember was like so concerned but he was holding back laughing and he's just like (laughs) it's gonna be okay man i'm like i don't know oh
2: man i think Adil
1: francis i always think of that memory um oh okay uh other questions i have because we've gone through already a lot and want to enjoy the time that we have here your new song betty it's doing so great congratulations i mean you. you were just racking up so many uh views and listens and you are like the guy
0: on tiktok now like your sound is like is it the number one sound on tiktok right now? i think so
2: yeah those are like
0: 100 million videos or something
2: yeah it's just a stupid amount of videos it's crazy we'll be right back after a
1: quick word from today's sponsor audible audible it's one of my favorite apps i would say that audible should be one of my most used apps but because i'm not on the screen and i'm using it all the time it doesn't show like the screen time but you're still using it but if there was a screen time on it audible would be my top used app if that makes sense maybe maybe not screen time but listen time absolutely i'm Always listening to Audible. I love audiobooks and we love that Audible is a proud sponsor of the Hoot and a Half podcast. So if you're like us, you may have a busy schedule. You're always on the go and you don't have time to do the things you really enjoy like reading and that's why we love Audible. Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, mysteries and thrillers, motivation, wellness, business and more. You'll
0: discover exclusive Audible originals from top celebrities, renowned experts, and exciting new voices
1: in audio. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. All Audible members get access to a growing selection of audiobooks, Audible originals, and podcasts that are included with the membership. You can listen to all you want and get more added every month. And we're always using the Audible app, whether we're on a flight, working out at home, just
0: making breakfast. you can play it on your phone, computer, speakers, headphones, whatever way you want to listen,
1: Audible has you covered. So let Audible help you discover new ways to laugh, be inspired, or be entertained. New members can try it out for free for 30 days. So just visit audible.com hoot or text hoot to 500-500. That's audible.com hoot or text HOOT,
0: hoot to 500-500 to try Audible for free for 30 days
1: audible.com slash hoot
0: we'd like to thank another sponsor of today's episode
1: casetify you know mike there are certain things in my life that i like to drop i like to drop some beats whenever i'm having some friends over for a party i like dropping episodes for you guys our viewers our listeners but the one thing i hate to drop is my phone well you're in luck matt because casetify puts
0: protection sustainability and style all together in their cases and they actually sent us quite a few cases Uh, to try out. We have these custom ones that say hoot and a half on them. We'll show you a nice
1: close-up. So this is a fun one of a giant broccoli attacking a city and this little girl running away from it. And we have a few more in here. Caseify is truly the best best
0: case for your phone their ultra impact crush cases are one of its most protective cases engineered with innovative shock absorption patented technology and these cases are up to 9.8 feet drop proof so you can drop it from way up here
1: even taller than our Good guess to Young Gravy is. You could drop it from even taller than he is, and you'll be good. Every detail is fine-tuned, optimal to 360-degree protection, and it has an ultra-slim style. You barely even tell there's a case on there, truly. When you put a
0: Casetify case on your phone, it feels in your hand as if there's barely a case, But you do get the protection and the peace of mind knowing that your phone is protected.
1: And they have their signature camera ring, which you see all over Instagram from Mirror Selfies. And it's designed to not just look good, but also to protect your precious camera lens.
0: Not to mention their cases are super eco-friendly. Their crush cases are actually made from 65% Recycled and plant
1: based materials. Interestingly, their crush cases are part of old phone cases that have been shredded and repurposed, which is reflected in its unique speckled look for the protection bumper. We stand sustainability. Absolutely. And we stand Casetify. And if that is not enough, they have tons and tons of prints and designs you can choose from. And if you still can't find the one, you can always design your own customized phone case. The options are truly endless. It's perfect for yourself and perfect as a gift too. So who doesn't love a sweet personalized gift? Casetify has got you covered. Get your Casetify
0: case today and use our code 15HOOT. That's 15-H-O-O-T on casetify.com, C-A-S-E-T-I-F-Y.com, or order via the discount link in our description for the most protective, cool-looking, and environmentally friendly
1: case that the internet has to offer. That's 15% off using code 15HOOT at casetify.com. And now... Back to the episode. It's, it's awesome, po- and it, it's awesome. You uh, sample Rick Astley's uh, "Never Gonna Give You Up" on it. Mm-hmm. Um, has Rick Astley like uh, given you like a nod, or been like, "Dude, I really I love that you've like revived the song yeah. in a way"? Because it was kind of those ones where you know it's Rick rolling, you can't escape it. But now it's like enjoyable.
2: Yeah. I like, you know, I've, I've always thought the song was great, and and the story is actually a little bit interesting. So we were afraid when when we made the song that we would have trouble clearing it, and there's and there's. Fair enough, because I've I've been denied on a lot of samples. George Michael, I sampled Carlos Whisper at one point, and I had to take it down. You but, do you sample pre
0: asking for clearance?
2: I used to, I used okay. to, yeah, yeah. Before I was like signed and everything, and I had like a legal team. Uh, DIY, but now, yeah, but now it's like you you finish a whole song and then you have to um like get it in front of these people and they might just say no. So so I like it's a whole you know time time thing and and. What I usually do is we'll we'll just make a sample that sounds similar to something we like and just go but make our own, some original. So what we did with the Rick Astley song is we recreated Never Gonna Give You Up, almost exactly. So it's oh. not his voice. Not his voice. It's our own instruments. It's our own everything. And my, my homie's singing on it. And it just sounds enough like it.
0: Damn. That we can
2: get away with it. So, no, but we still had to clear the... It's confusing. We had to clear the publishing. So basically, the people who wrote the original song... Have to cl- clear it, and they can get a good percentage of, of the publishing, the publishing right. on but it it's because not on the master because we use it's a new yeah recording. it's the same words and the same chord progression and everything. So basically, it doesn't include the doesn't include Rick Astley because he didn't write it, he just sang it. So he didn't even hear it. I don't think he was busy on tour. I don't think he even heard it until it was already like out. So that that's a weird that's a weird sort of vibe where it's like man like
0: because you hadn't linked up with him prior
2: yeah and i was like i would have loved to have him on the song and have him be down but i just like i was afraid that he wouldn't be down yeah and would just deny it and it'd be a waste of time so then like i didn't and now the song blew up and i'm like i know he's seen it now all i know is that someone got in front of him and he he said he's a fan of it he's down with it oh, he's cool yeah. with it but like like just a weird way to kind of come at you know i'd be like oh here we recreated your song didn't ask you about it and here now it's out but i think he's cool with it uh, I'm and, and apparently when he's back from tour, he might hit me up and we can. Yeah, yeah. y'all gotta come out together yeah. for like
1: the MTV like Music Awards or something. Yeah, Grand, I, he's next year. I, I feel I'm, like they would. It's his one time where like now it's no longer a joke. Yeah, it's just like, he can be like a real. Yeah, he's that's on, a Good boy. Yeah,
2: and and he's done cool shit like that before. I know he did a cover with like the Foo Fighters at some live show, and i I feel like he'll be down. It's like I, but they told me he's like oh he's busy right now, and you'll you'll hear back. But I actually got a notification yesterday that that um. Never gonna give you up just went five times platinum yesterday, and I was like, a little something." To do I mean, wonder yeah, if I well, helped out just, a little bit. We could check yeah. the, the
0: Google search trends and see
1: if
2: there's yeah, a spike out Because people to... who
1: probably don't know Betty are probably like telling their Alexa's like, "Alexa, play that uh, the Never Gonna yeah. Give You Up thing," and it's yeah. just like, Keeps, "Damn, uh, dude." Yeah. Well, damn, that's awesome. And uh, w- another thing I wanted to talk about in this song, there's a tiny sample um, that's actually a line that's pulled from Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Now, was that intentional? Are you a big Night of the Living Dead
2: fan, or was no. that uh, something that uh... you know? When, when I, I remember when I put that yeah. in there, I was like, "Oh, like I need to have like some crazy answer." Like if I if I was on like a random radio show that I didn't care about, I'd probably tell you all that I I was directing a movie called Night of the Giving Head. But that, <laughs> that, that was my my sort of thought process. But no, I, I just found out that that movie. But like had all these like you you could sample it f- for free like
0: oh, oh. it's copyright free because it's, co- it's that old.
2: Yeah, there's something about it not not necessarily because I think there's some way that they can like renew that. Oh, there's, there's so many weird legal rules, but that one specifically is one where you can and really and I that had, whole
0: movie every line you could just put into a song. And no I, I copyright. believe
2: so. I, I don't want to don't quote me on that, but I found <laughs> it on Splice, which is like a, a website where you can buy a little samples. I and, love Splice, and I would worked with a guy. I actually did a, a voice acting thing for, like, a horror podcast. And the guy who wrote it is the same guy who 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 wrote Night of the Living Dead. He's still around, uh, the original. Um, and, yeah, he was, like, 20 then, and now he's a lot older. But, like, me and him together kind of, like, wrote this story, and I did this voice acting. I don't know if it's going to drop, when, when it will, but I literally did, like, a horror voice acting thing, which you wouldn't expect from me, but I did. And uh, I was like, you know, I want to show this, I want to, like, kind of, I got weird connections to *Night of the Living Dead*, and I, I I'm just gonna throw this in here, and I, it fit really well there. I wanted I didn't want to like talk there myself. I've always had like these older samples in my music, and I used to do it before I had to clear everything, and then I finally found like some places where I can pull from. So I was like, this is like a nice little, you know, this, oh, this cool. is like where the yeah, yeah. we're like the kid on Genius would go and find <laughs> out all the little facts, you know.
1: Um, what does scare you though? Are you uh, scared of zombies? Or are you
2: scared of vampires, werewolves? Oh, man. That's... Apocalypse in general. Dude, hold on. Let me think for a second, Cause I know that I'm scared of like, I'm not only really scared of zombies, I'm not only really scared of like spiders. I'm scared of sharks. I'm scared of sharks. <sighs> I'm scared of the feeling after you get bitten by a shark. That state of shock.
1: Yeah. Like, you like it's like just, swim. Your arm is just now off. And then you, <laughs> yeah, you're too
2: scared to do anything about it i'm scared of, like big open areas of water and like being in like a place like 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 alligators and sharks and like whales and shit like that scare me because like that's not my element i'm yeah. i'm just swimming Here, I, I have to turf. be up and i have like a little area i can chill in. i can't <laughs> go down there i can't go anywhere i'm slow like yeah that that, that just scares me yeah spiders snakes i'm good with that zombies all good i'd i'd, I'd survive a zombie apocalypse i think at least for a bit
0: you got the height advantage the
2: height advantage i got you know i could work on my cardio a little bit if i knew it was coming yeah (laughs) have you ever been punched in the face yep can you tell that story (laughs) yeah i've been punched in the face a number of times oh Uh, really i used to fight people a lot yeah really damn i feel like
0: were were you always as tall as you were i was always
2: yeah i've always been tall but i wasn't always like like i don't know i was skinnier back in the day um but i mean i would say most of the fighting happened like when i was either in college or like right like right early rapper days i just have this weird thing where like i don't know man i would just like want to fucking beef with people like it wasn't like i was seeking out just a fight it was like i would be somewhere and i would find the person that's being an asshole and being a dick and then like kind (laughs) of piss them off and get them to swing on me and then i would fight them because i knew that i could like Throw pretty good hands. I don't know. I got over that. I I broke my hand one time. Got that reach. Yeah. I mean, I got reach and yeah, dude. I just like I don't know. Especially it was especially with frat kids in college. I don't know why I didn't like frat kids, but there was like these really you're fucking douche There was some really douchey ones, and I would just like get them pissed off and then just go off and and and. Uh, but you broke your hand one time. I broke my hand in crowd surfing in New Zealand. Oh, I was okay. crowd surfing in New Zealand. Something hit me in the hand really hard. and I broke it. But like when I went to the hospital, it was right here. Everyone thought that I had punched somebody because it's like a bone you only almost only ever break when you punch somebody. But basically, the what, what I learned is that if I break it again, it could fuck my hand up forever, and I wouldn't be able to write anymore or anything with my hand. So I like I haven't fought anyone in, in years now. I so did just, the boxing career. Yeah, just <laughs> just kisses only punches now. Yeah, yeah kisses only. Yeah. Uh, but I guess a specific I think a good story about getting punched in the face. I was at, I was at a party. I was at a, a sorority formal with my good friend. I get in there. Uh, we've been in the in the like the dance thing for like ten minutes. Go in the bathroom. There's this kid acting up, being wild, calls my friend a racial slur. I got pissed. I got in his face. Blah blah blah. He swings on me, and and I beat his ass. And all this, it was it was beautiful. It was really impressively done. Um, there is a video out, out there somewhere um, of that, but. Anyways, then I remember this this punch to the face the most because then after that, the fight got broken up and I'm like – we're like – I'm getting held back by all these dudes in suits and he's getting held back by a bunch of dudes in suits and he just like breaks free in the middle of the bathroom. And the dudes that are holding me don't let go, so I have my arms behind my back and just get punched in the face like oh. full force. This kid ran at me and just hit me so hard, and I was so mad, dude. Straight up sucker punch, yeah, man. sucker punch. While my hands are behind my back, and after like, the fight's already like after I already the beat his rung. ass, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like I guess you know, I you know he got something. Did the guys holding you back? They're like, "We're sorry about that, bro. dude." <laughs> <laughs> it was like I was so mad, but I was just like, I already as a guy, I already beat this dude's ass, like, and. Long story short, I ended up going to jail. We both went to jail. For that fight? For that fight. Because oh, wow. because like I don't know, it was like a small town and it was uh, they called it assault and in the end I got bailed out by my fans because I put up a story in the jail of the kid, uh, like I filmed him and like like I put <laughs> my put camera up an Instagram around... story? In the on the young Gravy <laughs> Instagram story way back when I had like thirty thousand followers, I put my camera around the little like I don't know. We were in the same little room, like both handcuffed, and I was like, "Oh, dude, what's up, pussy?" And like, dude, it was was really demeaning. And he started like freaking out, and I posted it on my story. And then these kids figured out that I was in Nevada, Iowa. Nevada is the city name, Nevada, Iowa, and they came and bailed me out. They just pooled their money
1: together for you. Yeah,
2: I mean, it was like it was like four hundred bucks. I think at that time it was a lower. It was just like a ruckus charge or something. And then I ended up getting an assault charge, and then I got dropped. Because I just got a good lawyer and it was all good, and then everyone heard the actual story from people, so it worked out just fine. Did you pay the fans back? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, brought, I brought them to a couple shows. Oh, <laughs> so I, you I, have I brought free like
1: shows for life. I
2: brought them on stage at a few shows. I think I still have one of their numbers. Damn, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. The way to do it. Yeah, and they're, they're music. One of them's a musician. I like played his song at a show. Yeah, we we got along really well after that.
0: To so take it way back, you worked at a startup accelerator called Generator. If my research mm-hmm. proves correct, yep. um, do you still? Keep in touch, or have you communicated with the boss that you were hiding your rap career from that said, if you get hired full time, we're moving you to another state? And you were like, nah, fuck that. I'm going heads down on rap.
2: That's a, exactly, that's the exact story. I was gonna, I was gonna maybe go open the, the new office in Atlanta or Indianapolis. Those were the, the options. So that's probably where I would be. I mean, it's been a lot of years, so I would be, you know, doing something similar, but I'd probably be in Atlanta or Indianapolis doing a, you know, a venture capital type, you know, college kid job. But, uh, I do keep in touch. I haven't in, in a little while, but I've kept in touch with two of them. Uh, it was my old like main supervisor and the the founder, and they've connect, It's been cute, man. They've connected me with like, like, I did a little uh like sort of seminar for this company that they were working with that was like literally giving money to uh Milwaukee artists to try to like help Milwaukee artists grow. So I gave a little sem- seminar to a bunch of different musicians in Milwaukee through one of those companies. I'm just really cool, and uh, another one of them linked me up with uh, like her boyfriend in Atlanta that set me up with some cool stuff. So yeah, we we kept in touch. I, I did a little a little uh, I helped out one of their little like jewelry companies with some promotion stuff. So you know, I, I worked with them for a while and I love doing it. And they like taught me a lot that I know. So like, I'll do free stuff for them.
0: Damn, oh, so nice. it's a good it's a good ending to the story of you being mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I'm I'm moving on with rap, but.
2: Yeah, and they're fans, and, and yeah, I'm sure that when they, I'm sure they still, you know, bump some gravy sometimes. <laughs> I hope so.
1: We all are. What's the most expensive thing you own or you have bought? Or what do you like to
2: just spend your money on? The most expensive thing i bought is probably just my car, which is a Tesla. It's like a hundred grand, like a super, oh, da, super nice. Tesla. Come so, a long way since that 03 Honda Civic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had a Chrysler 300 that I bought for six six bands at some sketchy store in, in Englewood. <laughs> and... Uh, and I drove that for a while, and then I had that in Minnesota and then and then the Tesla here. Uh, and then I, I jumped it wrong and, and killed all the like electricity on it, and like the blinkers wouldn't work, and I'd, oh, I, gave, shit. I, I gave it to a fan. There's a fan who wanted who like collected cars, and I gave it to him, and he like he decked it out in like gravy fan, like spray painted it with gravy stuff. and damn. I signed it all over. It was really cute. That's sick, yeah, like a super fan. Um, so that was cool. That's the Chry- Chrysler's in like Denver now but uh but yeah so the tesla there's not really anything that cool i might buy a car soon or like a house or something but i i overall i save my money aside from like food and drinks and that sort of thing i love i love to take my friends out for like a big like i love to just celebrate things and like go out to like <laughs> yeah. i love fancy food that's that's where i spend probably the most of my money experiences which, over mm-hmm. products which, which, your which favorite restaurant in l.a Favorite restaurant in LA, oh, dude. I haven't been to enough of like the really fancy ones. I really liked Beauty and Essex. I I, I think a lot of people, maybe that's kind of like the go-to answer for some people. But it's like a they have one in New York too. The yep. original, yeah, and it's
0: like the same outdoor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What kind of
2: cuisine is it? So <laughs> it's
0: like American food, it's, right?
2: It's like new. I think they call it new American, where it's just like crazy fancy things that the chef thought of. But it's really good. Like they had like you pay like fifteen bucks and they give you these little like it's like a ramen spoon, but it has like fancy. um tomato uh, yeah. soup and they have like a little uh, grilled cheese like thing floating in there and like Beauty in Essex it's, like, it's, it's good
0: there, it's the the logo is like it says Beauty and Essex in a script font and it's like a bunch of light bulbs inside of it it looks like an old like Broadway sign what's of the
1: town is it
2: I don't know it might be in I feel like it's like near the airport maybe no, here here it's 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 definitely in Hollywood or West Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've, been, I've been to the New York one too, which yeah. was like that's the first one I went to. I like that place a lot. Um, we should all go get some fancy food. <laughs> Let's get
0: some dinner. This is Let's making me dinner. hungry, man. Yeah. What's the uh, can you tell us about the the ice on your wrist?
2: Oh the ice on my wrist. I've had this for for quite a while. This is I got it at Icebox in Atlanta. I don't know if you've seen they they do these videos. It's a it's a just like a kind of a nice little rose gold like Yeah, it's a casual Rolex with the with the the pink um, oyster uh, face. Which is pretty rare. I, and I I just got a Rolex.
1: My girlfriend got me yeah. one. The girl got oh, me yeah. a Roley. It's my first one I've ever had. It's a banger, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving. It. I'm still trying to like break in the damn band though. It's like so new. I and have an stiff. Apple
0: Watch that I wear when I go on my walks. <laughs> hey,
2: that's right. <fine>. come on. <laughs> Would you one ever day.
0: own a Rolex? One day. I, I feel like that's like I I want a Rolex that someone gives to me. I feel like I don't want to be the guy that buys my own, but i I'm not like cool enough. I okay. mean, but you're like a cool guy. Like I, I did, I did,
2: I did it on like a little, a little video. It was a cute little moment behind it, but yeah. You're also yeah. like a, you know, famous rapper. But you kind of like, got, but, you kind of got to buy some type of ice. I'm just ice, like you know? a Jewish
0: guy from New Jersey. I can't be going out to the Rolex
2: store, like being seen, but you know, you well, have the Jewish guys from New Jersey are, you know, probably own more Rolexes. than. Average, <laughs> you
0: know. I know
2: some Jewish guys from New New Jersey and they probably, a lot
1: of them have more than me. Yeah. Are you familiar with inside the actor's studio? No, all right. It was like an older TV show, and uh, a lot in of the big, 90s, in the 90s, a lot of famous actors would go on to it, talk about their craft, um, and they would do it in front of like a live audience. But at the end of every episode, they would ask uh, the same ten questions to each one of these actors. Um, I know you're not much of an actor, but.
2: Well, I you did the a like podcast. Chopped. Hey, yeah, I did a I did a voice acting podcast, and I've done some sketches, like comedy sketches with Trevor and like Churdleys. But hey, I mean, I won't I'll, I won't be surprised if you're going to be acting soon, eventually. I'm, sca- I'm scared of it. I'm scared of it, but, I, but I've gotten offers, and I think I just got to bite the bullet and just try it. Do it, hundred percent. Do it.
1: Well, these aren't acting based; these are pretty broad, but uh, we just want to act them. Uh, we just want to ask them, Mike.
2: You want to ask? So me? yeah, just <laughs> ten
0: questions that we'll just kids. ask you you can take as long as you want answer as short
2: or long as you want okay
0: first question what is your favorite word
2: I was about to blurt out coochie I don't know that was just on my it <laughs> it's on a on word
1: my... <laughs> <laughs> I mean not Merriam-Webster word but I think it's a
2: coochie coochie it could I wonder if it is on it probably not uh, I don't know That, that just, it's just not not just because like I'm like oh like I love Pussy or whatever and I'm like the rapper but just it's a good If it, it sounds good yeah. it flows off the tongue I made a song called The Coochie Anthem with Dylan Francis and it it sounds really good. It's it. It's like Coo- accelerador. Coo-chi. Now a...
1: my question for you, the second one is what's what is your least favorite
2: word? My least favorite word is probably giving. I mean it's it's kind of it's kind of not not just in any sense of giving. Because I love giving to people that I love, but when people say, "Oh, it's giving," oh, like the internet slang, you know, and I've, it's kind of funny. Like I, I say it now, you know, like, "Hey, this is giving water. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving water." Yeah, but you know, some of those. There's a few other examples, like, "Oh, not me taking a sip of alcohol on <laughs> TV." It's run its course. Like, it's
0: crazy when you hear people speak in internet language in real life. Like when you hear someone say, not me taking a sip of hind." Like, like you're actually saying this out loud in front of yeah. other people. Like Just
1: spice it, it the... up. Switch it up. Yeah. Come up with something different. There's yeah. a lot of
2: stuff out there. Make your own lingo. It's like no one's saying lol. You know, I feel like the, our generation kind of learned not to say lol out loud, you know, in, in, in person. But, you know, they're they're doing it. There are
0: people that will literally
2: go, lol. Okay, yeah, that's that actually is really true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, okay, what turns you on, creatively, spiritually, emotionally, and the young gravy special? I will say sexually. He, um, are these four separate? You can answer them separately or separate together. Words. Just like okay. what, when I think, like what what turns on young gravy? Okay, what comes to mind?
2: I guess like I'm just thinking about it now as like like qualities in like a woman or a person, just like crazy weird people like not like crazy like just like someone who like they'll they'll come to me and say something that makes me laugh where i'm like uh, why like you know if i think they're weirder than me or like funnier than me or like remind me of myself and like not a douchey way but like you know like turns me on when i can like you know send like like my alarm when i wake up in the morning is uh is this song from the 50s it's uh it's a it's called personality do you can, you can you add it into the into the podcast after? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah yeah absolutely I'll, I'll play play my my morning alarm it's called personality by uh pied pipers and like, it's some people would think it's pretty fucking weird when like, i wake up next to a girl and that song plays but like i had a girl start singing it the other day and she said personality and i was like oh what's like oh. <laughs> you know like if you know this obscure song from like 1955 or something like that's that's lit so like you know, little weird things like that. Absolutely. We what started time, dancing. What time
0: do you set your alarm for in the morning?
2: It's different every day. I'm trying to get on to like a, I really want to get on to like a actual schedule. But like, I think yesterday I woke up at 7.30. Today I woke up at like 12.00 just because i have i'm bad at falling asleep i have i have a little yeah. bit of sleeping problems but i try to catch catch some sleep you know have you tried magnesium magnesium i have i have <laughs> magnesium glycinate
1: though don't yeah, get yeah there's the one right...
0: that's like helps you poop and there's one that helps you sleep yeah okay. get the magnesium because right you'll be taking <laughs> magnesium
1: oxide and you're going to be waking up in the middle of the night like you gotta go magnesium
0: changed my life like okay. truly it's it's a great it's because a lot of times people will do like melatonin mm-hmm. which is like Something that your body naturally produces, and I'm not a doctor, but by taking melatonin, you're telling your body not to produce it. And then over time, you actually get worse at sleeping. But magnesium is just like an element that your body needs as part of like nutrients. And if you take it before you go to bed, it helps you fall asleep and wake up at the right time.
2: I have this stuff called Calm. Calm, yes, is that is they that make that's one like a
0: brand of it, and they might add some other like stuff to it. If you can get like pure magnesium, it might okay. be better, but I'll send you uh, cool what I use. Cool. And it's, it's great. All, All right, know, next
1: like... question is what sound or noise do you love? Sound or noise
2: do I love? Um, clarinet is my favorite sound, Ooh. a little squid word, actually, <laughs> like cl- yeah, exactly. Like squillium, and I love the clarinet, dude. I, I like it. there's certain instruments where producers will like. That I work with a lot, they'll get sick of me always wanting to use them. But like clarinet and like certain types of strings, like a like a cello, dude, just like something about those the gets me. The clarinet,
1: off. the clarinet goes
2: doodle 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 that. Is that Michael Bublé? No,
1: that was I think it was from the Marvelous Musical Mansion. It was this movie our music teacher would put on. I like kids. that. Whatever you did, yeah, doodle, t- doodle 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 that. kid yeah. sings musicals like it's not a mu- this isn't a musical. This isn't Broadway. This is something as a child that just stuck with me. Do you do you listen to
0: Klezmer music? Cl- it's like Jewish folk music, and it's the clarinet is the lead instrument. Really, and it's like really energetic. It's like your classic Jewish wedding music. Yeah, and it's all a clarinet. Okay, okay, I know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, I need to, I need to find a good a good good. One. I performed at a, a Bot mitzvah recently. Oh, really? I, yeah, my first my first one. And Damn. Yeah. And and I my my DJ and I were thinking about trying to get like like remix one of my bigger songs and add like some instruments, And like we thought, you know, maybe some maybe people wouldn't love it, you know, it might be like a little bit like we're trying too hard to be mm-hmm. Jewish, so so we didn't. But uh I found some good some real good Jewish music. Damn. That was sick, dude. Bob Mitzvah, that was one of the I mean, it was a really, really well off family, really like well put together, big deal. Like I, but like that's probably the fanciest fanciest event I've ever been to. It was it was. Crazy. I've never
1: been invited to one to a bot mitzvah, not bot mitzvah, not a bar mitzvah, uh, nothing. Should have grown up in New Jersey here.
2: Yeah, there's not quite as many in uh of y'all in Texas or, Min- or Minnesota. Have you
0: been to a bar or a bot mitzvah before? That was your first time being at No, one?
2: I think I knew one kid growing up that had one. I didn't get invited. And I was oh, pissed. same,
1: same here. Didn't all get right, well, invited. He invited yeah. all the hot girls i didn't get the invite when my kids have their bar and bat mitzvah you will both be on let's the list. go hey. and you won't be working you'll just be hanging Oh no, okay, cool no all
2: pressure right. to perform um what sound or noise do you hate there's this new dog <laughs> that my roommate got <laughs> that barks way too much it's a husky it's the cutest fucking dog Ooh, ever huskies,
1: though man they'll hit some pitches when it they, is like...
2: so annoying so there's this dog that barks all the time and bites me but like you know, I don't want to hate because I think that she's gonna become cooler, and I want her to see this when she grows up. <laughs> but but like Kaya kind of pisses me off when she makes those noises. Um, I think just like there's that one alarm that a lot of people have, you know, that one alarm sound where it's like a it's like a an abrasive one.
0: It's like the like the alarm sound like eh, eh, yeah it's eh, like one of the eh, ones
2: yeah there's one that's really common oh. on like iphones that's just like some people choose it and it's like the most I don't know. oh yeah it's that's kind of like a boring answer but i think that is well Aside it's from an the honest new, answer yeah. i was gonna
0: ask you about your favorite song because that's like sort of a risk where if you set your like not your favorite song but a song that you like as your alarm do you feel like an anxiety rush or like a bunch of adrenaline when you hear it out in the world because it's like the thing you wake up to, or are you still in love with the song even
2: though it's your alarm? It's weird. I've 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 had a number of different ones over the years. Well, I use a lot of times a, a you know a song will be, be my alarm for a year or two or longer, you know, without me changing it. I don't know how you guys do that, but but it's always a song, and, and I think most of those. I don't think I ever really got sick of them. I think all those songs I still listen to a lot. There was there was ginseng strip by Young Lean, which got, I know it blew up on TikTok recently. That was I, your alarm at seven thirty in the morning. That was my alarm like years and years ago because I was a huge fan of him on SoundCloud and it starts with this like Japanese singing sample. It's like ah, na, na, na. and my girlfriend at the time would freak out every time, but I just <laughs> I loved it because it just got me hyped for the day. Yeah, man, I've had a lot. I don't think I've ever gotten sick of them and personality specifically, the one I currently have that alarm dude i get stuck in my head in the morning i'm happy all morning i'm singing it wow Mm -hmm. it's a good life uh the next question is what is your favorite curse word oh shit Uh, (laughs) well (laughs) oh shit i I say shit a lot um maybe i've tried to stop i've tried to start saying bitch less i think bitch was just a good it, it just fit well like not like like addressing women as bitches, but just using that word like good, yeah, like yeah, bitch. Like that was one a,
0: syllable. has yeah. the
2: b and the. Sh- and it, yeah, and music. I would use bitch a lot, um, and I've turned turned that down a little bit. I like shit. I like calling people cowards. You cowards. Know I mean? Oh, that's
0: really good.
2: Yeah, that's a powerful word. Yeah, you know? and like when you address someone as coward, they're not forgetting that. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
0: Um, okay. Next question is: What profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt?
2: Man, I I think it'd be really cool to either be like a chef or like a movie director. But both of them, I would want to make sure I'm like sick at it before I even kind of like with rap. Like I would want to like I would go into hiding and learn Shadow. everything about it. Yeah, yeah. Lurk off into the shadows, not release music for four years, and then come back, open a restaurant or we air movies. Have you been watching The Bear? The Bear on Hulu. Uh huh. It's really good. What Did you it?
1: watch Shameless at all?
2: I do well, I don't. haven't watched that many shows. That main shows. kid
1: from Shameless. It takes place like in Chicago. Of this kid opening up like a beef sandwich like shop, and he's been trained under like the best chef in the world or whatever. It's pretty good. It's Like a sight. restaurant show. It's, yeah, that could be up sight. your alley if you're into like directing and food. Yeah, that's okay. pretty damn
2: good. Okay. I used, the bear. To,
0: I used to own a restaurant in New York City, so if you ever decide to get into the biz, I can, can really? give you some pointers. The yeah. burlap sack,
2: right? <laughs> You own a restaurant? You, you liked it?
0: Uh, it was really cool, but when you own a restaurant, it's like the I mean, for your first one, it's the only thing you can do. Like, that, that you have makes to be sense. there all the time. Yeah. There's always some shit to do. There's always someone trying to like pull a fast one on you. There's always a problem you got to solve. Yeah. So you got to be there. Like, and I was like, well, I guess you're 26 now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like your age when, when I opened it. So it was just like, it was cool at the time to like, you know, hang out with somebody be like, hey, you want to come to my restaurant after drinks? And it's like, you could just open yeah. the door to a restaurant after hours, but. Um, it's a lot of work and definitely really time intensive. So if you're going to do it, you know, just prepare for that. I think,
2: I think more realistically for me, like when I'm done making music, I think I, I think I'd be really good at something sort of in like the. Like bar or like liquor rum. like like I've I've actually talked to a number of people or and companies about like dropping some sort of drink. I, in college, my friend and I had the idea of doing like a we had this idea of let's market let's market this towards women and let's make sort of like a Seagram's that's a little bit more sweet that doesn't have any calories and it, it has liquor in it, and then. We didn't have any money to do it. And then two years later, White Claw drops. And I'm like, fuck, man. I was like, dude, like, yes. Like, I've had, and there's been a number of other ideas. I mean, I know that they dropped like the coffee liquor drinks at one point that didn't really pop up, but that was another thought that we had. I think doing something like that or maybe opening a bar, but not like, Not like doing all of the work for Like I'd hire somebody to do a lot of it i thought
1: about that with uh, with, When seltzers and like white claws were popping off I'm like they need to make like a masculine looking one Because like a lot of them were just really feminine looking Mm -hmm. And sure enough they made happy dad yeah.
2: And that's exactly what I was talking about. Oh, thats I didn't think about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After I, that. Me, I thought it was a beer. Yeah, it's a seltzer, isn't it? It is a seltzer. Still everybody. got
0: that startup accelerator brain working. Yeah.
2: Hey, the Sharks! Sharks. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs>
1: and then uh, my it's next just, question I is... I'll jump to the last one. Here. Okay, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you
2: arrive at the pearly gates? What's well, popping, Greg? <laughs> no, no, something, something cool, something awesome. No, that's a great response. Something that one of my homies would address me as, you know, something that I would hear from a friend rather than, like, a really official, like, I don't want to have to start talking like a different person <laughs> now that I'm in Jesus <laughs> land, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so you got, you're about to go on a whole nother leg of the tour, right? Or you're about to leave town?
2: I'm leaving town just for like some press stuff in New York and um I got a few college shows this month and next month every like every like September, October and like March, April I do a lot of college stuff. And then but I but I'm not really doing like a full I'll be back and forth but doing a full I'm going to be doing a full tour with Baby No Money in uh, November, December. Baby because No
1: Money is like your producer and you he, guys he's do a shit ra- rapper that I work with a lot. There's a few songs I'm sure you guys will recognize. And you're doing two projects right now. You have, like, your album, which is basically done. And then mm-hmm. you have,
2: was it, Gravy Baby
1: 3? Ba- Baby Gravy 3. Baby which, Gravy 3. Which
2: is, so Baby No Money and I. He's this rapper. We've done a lot of songs together. Like, some of my biggest ones, like Whip a Tesla and Welcome to Chili's. He, his biggest song that you guys have probably heard, he's like, did I really just forget that melody? When I popped off, da na na Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost, it almost has, like, a billion streams on, on Spotify. It's huge. Uh... That's that's one of my best friends. We've been working together for six years. So we're doing a tour, like a co-headline tour in October and November. Hell no, yeah. November, December.
1: Yeah. That's exciting. Hopefully we'll catch you on one of those dates. Do you like Lestra? Lestra. Is he the CEO at business.net? Oh, it's Lentra. Oh, is it Lentra? Lentra. My bad shit. Lentra, oh, well, I okay. know him as CEO at yep. business.net but, uh, for those beats, but then he goes by this other like title. Yeah. I don't listen to those a
2: lot, but like, okay. I feel like... So Lentra and Baby No Money are, like, are like I think they're born on the same day. They, like, grew up together, and, like, he produces a ton of Baby No Money stuff, and when we work together, Lentra's produced a few songs for me that we've done together. Damn. And, and like, yeah. So I know that I like did well. Oh, we love that song, Buttercup. Oh, yeah. Buttercup. Yeah? Fuck yeah. Their stuff so, so it's, like, him and their other boy, Jungle Bobby, and, and Baby No Money, all three of them, like, do a ton of stuff together. They all live in Vancouver. They live together. They're like, like, yeah. Ah, shit. I didn't know, yeah, y'all had all these connections. I
1: just like, I don't know. Ever since like listening to you, he always comes in my head and I'm just like. Yeah. I'm sure like, there's yeah, a lot of,
2: yeah, shared little. A lot of some
1: stuff in the same vein. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome, man. Is
2: there anything else you want to
1: plug, shout out, give a.
2: You guys kind of covered it. Um, Yeah, man. My, my album is going to be dropping in September. And, Do you uh, have an official date? I don't have an official date, but okay. I know it's going to be, you know, that's that month I already told him, I'm like, don't, we can't change it. Don't you dare. Told my label that, so it's gonna be in September. I don't know the exact date. How are like, you gonna celebrate? You gonna have like a release party or anything? I should. I should. I didn't even think about that yet, but I should. I'm really excited for it. It's my favorite album I've made so far. We're finishing up the vinyl designs and stuff right now. It'll Ooh, be sick. Vinyl yeah.
1: designs, yeah. man. It's, it's sick, man. Do you go to like vinyl factories and they already got it like a fake one printed out? And you just nah, like...
2: it's like it's mostly all like remote. Like I've I've done it for a few past ones and like just my art guy and I get together and like go off on it. Oh, I had another question. Where were you the
1: first time you ever heard your music, but you weren't playing it? Like, have you ever been in a, a
2: store st- and, like, you heard it playing? It was at a stoplight. And it was, it was, it was a, a, a while back. It was a while back. Before I'd shown my face anywhere. And they were playing one of my, like, more obscure songs loud in, like, a nice car. And I was in my shitty little Honda. And I was, like, I tried to, like, I think that, like, I noticed right at the last minute I didn't have any chance to, like, yell and be, like, yeah, that's me. But, like, it was in Madison, Wisconsin. Wow! Yeah, that was crazy. that that's was gonna like be a wild moment. Way early, and I was like, "Bro, like the chances are so low that they haven't playing that song." And at that time, I was mad, mad low key. But now, um, I don't know. There's been a lot of really cool ones, like like when they played at like sports stadiums and stuff like that. That gets me hyped. Shit, that's um, gonna be a cool feeling. Yeah, that sort of thing.
0: Well, thanks for coming on Hoot and Half. It was an honor to have you here, Matt. You it was dope. so great. We got to
1: hang out more. Awesome. You should come to the Zila thing. Okay. Well, let's not give away too much oh, details. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, <laughs> yeah. it will be over by the time this comes out. Okay, okay. Yeah, All yeah, right, yeah. cool. Well, we're here okay. this weekend. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Be sure to check out Matt, a.k.a. Young Gravy, everywhere and anywhere he is on the internet. Listen to his jams. He's the best. Matt, thank you so much for coming on, man. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks y'all. See All right, you next take me. care, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.